Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. That's his five gold record compilations and all of his, quote, authorized hit compilations. However, once you get into the bought and paid for compilations, it could easily double. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. Tammy Burns, did you have, growing up, or do you now have a favorite Greatest Hits album? Yes, I did and do. Okay, which one is it? Uh, Who is it? Fleetwood Mac. The, yeah, their greatest hits. Yeah, it's no, called that's, greatest hits. It is the it's the green one that's mm-hmm. got a like a flower on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's also a greatest hits that's got that famous picture of uh, Mick Fleetwood with the two balls hanging down oh, on a string. Oh yeah, yeah. But the the one you're talking about has got the green cover. If I had to pick a greatest hits album that I really like, it would have to be Queen. But there's a lot of greatest hits I just don't like. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of them. I don't like Van Halen's greatest hits. They tried what? to encompass everybody. It it, helped, it led to further breakup of the band. Wow. Um, I don't like greatest hits albums where they take songs and like their biggest hits and they replace them with a live version. Right. That's not what I bought greatest hits for. No, I bought me greatest neither. hits. Because I want to hear what I heard on the radio. That's right. That's what I want to hear. And I, honestly, in terms of a greatest hits, I'd really like to have the what was the hit. Mm-hmm. You know, the the idea of if if the hit was cut down and what was three minutes and forty seconds made it to the top of the chart. Don't give me the nine minute song. Yeah, I want the hit. Right. If you want to give me both, I'm fine with that. But I really want the hit. Okay, why am I talking about this? Well, technically, today, everything is a greatest hits LP. And the reason I say that is because the vast majority of people use Spotify. Now, if you search a band, say The Police mm-hmm. or, or Fleetwood Mac, right? what comes up in the search? Right off the bat, the five or six songs that people, quote, liked the most, which means what you're looking at is of the entire catalog that Spotify has. Right. That's a greatest hits, according to the people who listen on Spotify. So where in the world did this all start? Where did it start? On March 17th, 1958, the first greatest hits album came out. It went gold within two months. And then eventually three times platinum. You want to take a swing at who yes. you think the artist is? Yeah, Elvis. It has no. to be. No, has I, thought, to be. I thought the same thing. And come Elvis, on. Elvis will come into play. But it was Johnny Mathis. Oh, Johnny, chances are, huh? And, it, and it's that's right. Chances are. You have a silly grin. Uh, yeah, and it was even called, 
his greatest hits. It's been re-released multiple times and lastly as part of a CD set with a live show that also includes the album Heavenly. Here's the thing about it. This idea of a greatest hits LP was so successful that the very first one, this Johnny Mathis greatest hits, stayed on the album chart for over 10 years. It finally dropped out of the top 200 in June of 1968 and held the record for staying on the charts for the longest time until, do you have any idea what album beat it? Most people out there can tell me. 68? Uh, 68 is when it fell off. The album that beat it, beat it on October uh, of 83. 1983? 1983. It took that long oh to do it. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. It, it is still... To this day, the album that has been on the charts the longest. Beatles? No, 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 no. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Oh. There you go. All right, we're going to talk greatest hits today. Do you like them? Do you hate them? There's a lot of people that it, they, it was defined as part of them. Mm-hmm. You don't listen to greatest hits album. If you do, all you want is the hits. You got to go deep into the album, man. Oh, yeah. I knew those folks. Uh, Shut up. Here's Johnny Mathis on Rock School. Chances are, cause I wear a silly grin The moment you come into view Chances are you think that I'm in love with you Just because From Johnny Mathis's Greatest Hits back 1958. Where did this idea at all, this idea of a Greatest Hits LP, let's not record anything new, let's just take what we got. I know. Compile it together, throw it on a record, and throw it at the audience. I know, I know. Some people think it's, oh, how dare you do that? And some people are like, great, that's what I want. Had to be the charts. No, 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 it came from Mitch Miller. As wait, in, wait. As in sing along with Mitch. The little dot on the TV going up and down. <laughs> That's right. Sing with Mitch. That little dot going up and down. You should record a Greatest Hits LP. The purpose was to keep Johnny Mathis's record company at bay. He signed, Mathis, signed a four-record contract with Columbia and had just finished an album and Columbia was screaming at him, where's the second one, where's the second one? They didn't have enough music. It wasn't ready to go. Making music takes time. You know, the, what does it say at the fine restaurants? Please be patient. Good food takes time to prepare. They didn't have the music. So what was suggested was take from the last LP and the LPs before it, before you signed to Columbia, put it all together and send the thing out. They repackaged two years of his career. And the idea was, if this fails, we're not going to take this off of your contract. Wow. We're going to do this, but... And then it just took off like crazy. Now, wait. You mentioned Elvis. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. 
Elvis fans will say, no, 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 no. Elvis's 1958 album, Elvis's Golden Records, came out the same year. Right. Not only did it come out the same year as Johnny Mathis, it came out the same month as Johnny Mathis. However, Johnny Mathis was March 17th. Elvis was March 21. No. That's the reason Johnny Mathis is number one. This is Elvis. And a golden record here on Rock School. There's Elvis. Now, I'm going to ask a question that may have the same answer, but may not. Tammy, Mm -hmm. what artist has the most, not the first, but has the most greatest hits LP? LP. Well, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. LP means record, obviously long playing, but greatest hits compilations. Uh, Go ahead. That's not even the right word. Beatles, Beatles. You would think, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. No, it's Elvis. Now, here's the problem. If I count correctly, and all I did was go to major acts, uh, discography pages, Mm -hmm. and if I count correctly with Elvis, I'm not counting his gospel albums. They're all known tunes. That's not a Greatest Hits LP. Okay. I get 12. That's his five gold record compilations and all of his, quote, authorized hit compilations. However, once you get into the bought and paid for compilations, it could easily double because you had companies like Rhino and you had companies that were just simply buying the rights to the songs and then compiling them together because, as has been said before, if you cover a song... And it's a hit. Yeah. You're halfway to having a hit yourself. That's right. Which isn't all that wonderful. So if I count it correctly, it's Elvis. Here's the problem. The Rolling Stones have five, Mm. to which people are going to go, you're crazy. Once again, you're talking grr, you're talking hot licks, you're talking all of the Stones ones that are authorized. However, there are people who have purchased the Stones music and then put them together, like Rhino, right. like Ktel, uh-huh. like that kind of stuff. Do you count those? Uh, in another area, I would think. I, what does that even mean, another area? Over oh, here in the kitchen? Yeah, you would need to set up a whole other <laughs> set of numbers over there. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go on, okay? Yeah, can, the, carry the on. The Beatles really don't have that many. I, most people know about you know the 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 two Beatles greatest hits that are they're the years from this year to this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also the number ones, but there really aren't a ton of them. However, there's compilations of early like the the anthology albums. Would you consider those greatest hits? No, LP. No, I no. wouldn't either. They're for Beatles fans to look back to the late 1950s, early 1960s, yeah. and hear what this band they love sounded like right. going in. But yeah, Elvis the Pelvis, as far as I could tell, and if I'm wrong, you can you can certainly keep it to yourself. No, you can certainly <laughs> contact me. Let me know, and I'll, I'll fix it. No, you but won't. But the, the, you know, the Stones are what I think should be played right now, because I've already played an Elvis, and I just don't think there's enough Beatles out Woo-hoo! there. Just not enough Beatles. Why isn't there more? I'm going to shut up. Here are the stones on Rock School.
Greatest Hits LPs. It's super cool to say that you don't. It's a way for somebody who is an audiophile to go, I'm above all that. Mm. I listen to the entire album. I this, I that, what have you. Really? I liked Greatest Hits albums because I had my group of, of bands, maybe... 10, 12 tops Mm -hmm. that I adored and I owned all of their records and I knew their deep cuts but in reality a lot of bands I just really wanted their 4 or 5 main hits Right. so give me a greatest hits LP and it's also a nice way for somebody who wants to learn about a band to go ahead and get their greatest hits so let's if you look at the idea of the sales of greatest hits the number one selling album in the world until Michael Jackson died was a Greatest Hits LP, The Eagles' Greatest Hits. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. when you look at the list of highest selling albums, Elton John is the highest Greatest Hits seller as an individual, 17 million units. ABBA Gold is the highest and longest selling album in the U.K., so we can't hate them completely. No, you can't. No. Here is from multiple, multiple websites, reasons people say they dislike them. Number one, oh, they're only for the casual fan. I just want the hits. Real fans buy the albums. Oh, shut I've up. I've heard that. They lose the feel of the created album. Mm-hmm. There's no progression. It's just standalone songs. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But not every album had a progression. I mean, not every album was Rush's 2112, where we're going to rewrite the Fountainhead. Wow. And hope you've read the book. Oh. Number three, admitting for a while that you're not a real music lover. If you bought them, you just, you're, you like the plastic. You, you listen to what the man tells you. Yeah, I do. Depends on who the man is. Who is it? I don't know. But if, if it's a man I like, sure. What if it's a woman? I'm fine with that too. Is it good music? Yeah. You buy this is number four. You buy your music through Columbia House. I do. <laughs> Did. Not a real record store. And that for some reason, we all bought that. We all went, yeah, oh, you buy it through Columbia House. I loved Columbia House. Uh-huh. I mean, loved it. We played them like nobody's business, didn't we? I don't we? know if we played them or not. I, Just I know, go with me. I know we've told this story before, but it was one of those buy 12 for a penny. Mm-hmm. Then you had to buy, was it six? Yeah. At regular club price. And if you buy the six, we'll give you one more. That's right. So what we did is we got the 12 for a penny, and then we bought six, got the additional one, and canceled. Yeah. And what they would do is come around, oh, we want you back. Take 12 more. Okay. And when we were doing disc jockey work, my mother did it. My sister did Your it. Your sister did no, it. We, we had, had a couple we had friends. a slew of people doing yeah, it. Yeah, we paid for all of them to do it. Plus, and we let plus them let take them... what? Yeah, they took three albums, yeah. something like that. And we made we bought albums like crazy. But I, I have absolutely no 
concerns about doing that. And we bought a ton of greatest hits albums because as a disc jockey, it was the quickest way to know you had the songs that people would probably request. Oh, and the CDs were what, eighteen to twenty four dollars oh, at yeah. that time oh, to yeah. go into did, a store? You it was did crazy. the ma- you did the mathematics on it. It it was the greatest thing in the world. What has happened? Streaming. Who's listening to us here on the Rock School Show? That is K R S C. Claremore, Oklahoma, Roger State University. Excellent. Back in a minute with the greatest hits of rock school. Not really. Here on Rock School. Out of the break, let me tell you just a few more things that people hated about Greatest Hits albums. And again, I didn't dislike them. They did for me what needed to be done. As a disc jockey, mm-hmm. as a person who's doing parties and, 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 and uh, weddings and right, such, right. it did what I needed it to do. Number five, they are only a money grab for the band or the record company. There's nothing new. Yep, you're right. And I don't think the greatest hits were really for the person who was the true fan. They were for the casual guy. Mm -hmm. The person who didn't really care about Queen and didn't listen to the jazz album every single cut. All he really wanted was Bohemian Rhapsody and maybe Crazy Little Thing Called Love. That's it. What else were you going to spend your money on? Booze and cigarettes? God, I hope so. A real fan will tell you that the hits are not the best work of the artist or band. You know, okay, now and again... But Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's the reason they're hits. Uh, Often the songs on a Greatest Hits album are remixed, redone, or in some way changed. The police did that. Mm -hmm. Bowie had multiple remixes on Legacy, and that drove me insane. Yeah. Greatest Hits albums will often include a live cut without offering the actual hit. Living After Midnight by Judas Priest, the best of Judas Priest. Right. The song, obviously, the one everyone knows. Yeah. The the idea, I mean, even Beavis and Butthead. (sighs) You know, put their hands up and, you know, breaking the law, breaking the law. They included a live cut. Come on. I saw Judas Priest on one of their last uh, loudest band I've ever seen. Loudest band I've ever seen. I saw them and uh, breaking the law. Mm -hmm. Rob Halford never sung a note. And I'm not kidding about that. The audience sang it. Oh, and I don't that's just lovely. mean I don't just mean the chorus. Mm-hmm. They sang the song. And that drives me crazy. I don't like it when a when a, a a singer is up there and he points the mic towards the audience and goes, You sing! I just want to yell back, No! Yeah. You sing! That's why you need the Greatest Hits album. Ooh, good. Way yeah. to bring it back around. Mm-hmm. There's also, and this is the one I actually believe a little bit, there are many Greatest Hits albums for bands that only have one hit. Right, right. And, and I guess you have to be with a band that... That has been around for a while, but Blind Melon, Belly, Mandy Moore, mm-hmm. Enough, Zenough, Alien Ant Farm, Aaron Carter, Lou Vega, they all have greatest hits albums. They had one charting 
song. Yeah. To which people will say, you know, okay, how many hits did Rush have? Different story. You have a gargantuan audience that is really rabid for them. Right. Here's one that you loved. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember Fastball? Yeah, I do. Fastball has a greatest hits album. They had what? Two hits? One. One. Wow, oh, that surprise. That and hurts I'm, me. And I'm going to play the one hit. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, huh? name the hit. Right now, Fastball, name the hit. When I play it, you're going to know it. But name, Tammy, name the hit. I'm, I can't. Here you go. It's Fastball on Rock School. of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. In February 2018, the BBC put out a an article called Is the Greatest Hits Album Dead? What they were talking about is the fact that in 2017, the year before, how music was listened to tipped in the favor of streaming. So there wasn't an album. Now, could you physically seek it out and listen to an entire album. Well, of course you can. You can on Spotify, too. There's always a link that says discography, and you can click on it and listen to the entire album. But I found if you just simply choose a song, Mm -hmm. it tends to jump around, and there may be some electronic switch I have to throw... I'm not willing to look for it. So I'm, I'm, and I know that sounds, you know, geez, you're, you don't do any work. Yeah, right, you're probably right. right. The thing is, I, I just kind of want to play the album or I just want to hear the hits. Mm-hmm. It really has turned everybody into a greatest hit. But this BBC article talked about 2017's biggest hit, Despacito. You and our daughter loved that. Yeah, we did. spoke that broken Spanglish like you knew exactly what they were talking about and all that. Yeah, we did. Oh, my gosh. Uh, There's no album. Did you know that? Well, there should be. It doesn't come from an album. What? What's, What's funny is that's the way it used to be. They would take, they, the record companies, would allow these little groups, okay, well, we'll throw you a 45. Yeah. Come in with your best two. We're going to put one on the A side. We're going to put one on the B side, the plug side and the, and the cover side. You go out there. And, oh, my goodness, it's a hit. Okay, kids, come on in. In in the uh, Tom Hanks song, uh, the movie, uh, uh, Doing That Thing You Do. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what happened. They sent it out. And then the company brought them back in and said, okay, right. fellas, we need an album. And they had the guy that was with them, their their manager, and he said, I want Up, I want Peppy, I want what have you. Right. And they, basically they wanted the same song again and again and again. Yep, That's the way it yep. used to happen. Now it's just com- completely gone the opposite direction. So let's do seven days in 70 seconds. These are the rock and roll dates, March 22 all the way through March 28. Tammy has got number one, go. March 22nd, 1975, Barry Manilow appears on American Bandstand and plays Mandy. 
he would later go on the record the theme wait he go would on later to record. go on to record the theme of the show do we have to start this break again no you shut up and go on greatest hits break march 23 2002 oh brother where art thou releases a soundtrack and bluegrass has a revival love it man of constant sorrow goes to the top of the tracks march 24th 1958 elvis is inducted into the army of the memphis <laughs> draft board i don't remember where i heard it but somebody did elvis being inducted into the army uh-huh you know raise your right hand okay <laughs> Very slowly. Do you, do you, you know, would you swear to protect and defend? Ah, oh, dude. You know, that kind of stuff. March 25th, 2015, Mariah Carey is the first guest on Carpool Karaoke. March 26, 2008, the B-52s officially become grammatically correct by dropping their apostrophe. Yeah, it was an originally uh, done by a friend of theirs. Who just got the grammar wrong? Aww. And they should be killed because of it. March 27th, 1986, Sammy Hagar sings out in front of Van Halen for the first time in concert. And then March 28th, 1981, what was the first rap song to number one? It could easily be argued that it was Blondie's Rapture that hit number one on this date back in 1981. Now, I talked about Judas Priest. I talked about the police putting weird mixes, putting live stuff on. I'm going to play the police. No, I'm not. I played the police like, what, two two shows ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to play Judas Priest. I'm not going to do Living After Midnight, you know, because it's live. But uh, here's something else from their greatest hits here on Rock School. Coming into the second break, there are a lot of greatest hits LPs that don't use the words greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. What do they use? I hope you find this interesting because this took me well over an hour to look around to find greatest hits LPs <laughs> that did not use greatest hits. You mean so, a Google search didn't even, do this for you? Even if you don't find this entertaining, I want you to tell me you did. Obviously, greatest hits is used. Volumes of greatest hits, as in Volume 1, Volume 2. Alabama did that. Yep, yep. Best of. Okay. All the best of. Ooh. Very best of. Oh. Anthology. Mm-hmm. Collection. Yeah. Oh. Ult- ultimate collection. Yes. Solid gold hits. Oh. Legacy. Hey. The Essential. And then a song title, like Don't Fear the Reaper, The Best of Blue Oyster Cult. Wow. Right? Icon, Billy Ray Cyrus, Leonard Skinner, Limp Biscuit. Okay, Leonard Skinner of the three of them can do that. Mm-hmm. The singles, and usually a date, like Depeche Mode had a decade, mm-hmm. like 1981 to 1991. Okay. The singles. Their greatest hits, as if someone's introducing them on stage. <sighs> Ten years gone. That's ever clear. Whoa. A decade in one way or another. The 80s, the 90s. Janet Jackson has just that. A decade of hits, Christina Aguilera. 
The Twelve Deadly Sins, spelled C-Y-N-S by Cindy Lauper. Stop the Clocks, that's Oasis. Flashback by Ivy Queen. Forty Licks and Grrr by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Moving Forward in Reverse, that's Saliva. Rotten Apples, Smashing Pumpkins, isn't that great? A-Sides, Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. All the Good S-H apostrophe T, some 41. Who's better, who's best? The Who. Revolutions, Steve Winwood. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young sometimes, so far. And my favorite of the bunch, Mm -hmm. Joe Walsh. Look what I did. (laughs) Who's who's listening to us? Oh, I love it. I love it. (laughs) W-Y-N-O, SUNY, was. Oswego. 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 Why did Are I you say sure Oswego? we don't have to do these breaks again? No, we don't. All right. Hey, Mom. Yeah. Look what I did. It's time for the break here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, even though he is on the Eagles' greatest hits, number one and number two volumes, there you go again, number one and number two, he, Joe Walsh, also has my favorite greatest hits title. Hey, look what I did. That's fantastic. It's Rocky Mountain Way here on Rock School. Break. You know the one I missed in terms of names used for greatest hits? What? what? Universal Music has put out a slew of them. There's easily a hundred of them when you look at it. It's called 20th Century Masters, and it shows a picture of the band, and it's in black and white. They've just taken a picture. There's a, a gray bar at the top, says 20th yeah. Century Masters, a gray bar at the bottom. Yeah. And then in the middle is the picture of the band, and it's in black and white. That sounds sad. It's just, <laughs> There's just a slew of them. Anybody who had anything to do with Universal Music, they turned them all into, you know, greatest hits LPs. Wow. So here on The Last Break, there have been a bunch of greatest hits records, compact discs, cassettes, 8-track tapes, that included a new song. And that song went on to be a hit. For cool. example, 1982, Stevie Wonder's original Musiquarium, Do I Do, came off of that as a new one. 1985, Cars' greatest hits, I Know Tonight, 
She comes. Wow, dum, dum, that dum, came dum. off of that, huh? Yep. Now, you'll know this one right away. 1993, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers' greatest hits, Mary Jane's Last Dance. Get out. Yep, came off of that. 1979, disco queen Donna Summers on the radio. Mm-hmm. That, that If I was to pick a Donna Summers song, that's the one I would pick. On the radio. Whoa. On her 1979 double record on the radio, Greatest Hits Volume had 1. It, had yeah. it, had it. Did you it. really? Oh, yeah. 1976, ABBA's 1975 Greatest Hits. Yep. Fernando came off of that. Right. You're not going to believe this one. Tell me. The very best of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm, Do you September? remember the 20th of September? Yep. Get yep, out. Yep, yep, yep. There's some really good songs. Isn't that huh? amazing? Yeah. And the one we're going to play, the one we'll finish up on, 1977, Paul Simon's Greatest Hits, etc. Which is neat because he has another one called Greatest Hits, Negotiations, and Love Songs. I think that's fantastic. But this one's from 77, Greatest Hits, etc. The song Slip Sliding Away mm. came from it. Dang, that was the better yeah. show right there, dude. So, <laughs> so there you go. Them's a, a little bit of history about Greatest Hits LPs. I didn't dislike them, and to be honest, I didn't care enough that other people thought I was bad for not liking them. They just seemed an economical way to introduce yourself to a band. I, don't get me wrong, I liked Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. but I didn't need seven Black Sabbath albums. Yeah. I really liked Van Halen. Right. And I needed every single solitary Van Halen album in vinyl and cassette and CD when it came out. Okay, hurt yourself now. Slap but, yourself. But that's just me, Mr. Vegas. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That's it. Night, night. Class is dismissed. Slip sliding away, slip sliding away. You know, the nearer your destination, the more you slip sliding away. I know a man, he came from my hometown. He wore his passion for his woman like a thorny crown. He said, Dolores, I live in fear. My love for you is so overpowering, I'm afraid that I will disappear. Slip sliding away. Slip sliding.